frigid lake of unsolved murder. Thunderdome Metal Reviews, your Church of Heavy Metal. I am DJ Sabotage, and with me are Tracy Newport and Dr. David Pizzo. How are you doing tonight, gentlemen? Doing pretty good. Enjoying life, living with nipples, talking metal with my brothers. Yeah, metal's happening. No, I'm great. We got a fire pit, so I've got fire and metal. That's both food groups. <laughs> that is. Uh, you're <laughs> only missing the alcohol. And you're uh, no, I, I'm drinking very old Bartons right this minute. So no, every food group is deployed. The, the <laughs> oldest survive. Of, I prefer my Bartons very old. <laughs> indeed, sir. Indeed. So tonight we'll be discussing Children of Bottoms, fourth studio album, Hate Crew Death Row released on January 6th of 2003 on Spine Farm Records. Has a runtime of 36 minutes and 53 seconds. The band at the time of recording was Alexi Wildchild Lejo on vocals and guitar. Uh, unfortunately, Alexi died at the very end of 2020. The other guitarist on this album was Alexander Kupala, who also provided backing vocals. Hinkati Blacksmith was on bass and backing vocals. Jan Warman on keyboards. Jaska W. Ratikanen on drums. The producer for this album was Anzi Borat Kipo. Not that Borat. That you know of. That Maybe is it true. was. He gets into some weird places. He does. He does. I guess it is entirely possible. So we got this randomly, right, gentlemen? We yes. did. We did. But I could, in my mind, I imagined Ben picking it, which I know he didn't, but I, I think he would. Well, that's Just, because, teaser, uh, I we will be doing a blast of them sometime this year. That's what I thought. I knew I didn't completely pull that out of my ass on like half of what I say. I'm like, I feel like he has a connection to this band. Okay. And I know you've seen them live. You were saying that to me before we started recording. I have to confess, I had no idea who they were. I had in my head they were a Norwegian black metal band. And so when I started this album, I was like, huh, this was not what I was expecting. This like random Pantera moments, which we can talk about in a second, that break out. I'm like, wait, what? And then I looked it up. I'm like, you're not even Norwegian. And I sort of figure that when there's a track where they're talking for a minute, I'm like, what the fuck? That's not Norwegian. Where they're just like joking around or whatever and babbling and finish. So, yeah. uh, so I was surprised on many levels. I have to say, by this album, it caught me off guard. Uh, you know, and I did a little research as I always do, because uh, I was curious. I'm like, are all of them this kind of? Are all of them like this? And the answer is no, actually. It sounds like some hardcore fans really hate this album, which is a shame because I kind of like it, and I'm worried I'm going to like the other albums less. So what happens when you like come in on a band's historiography and like one of their sort of outliers? Yeah. Uh, do you feel that? I don't know. You, you we're going to do a blast, so you don't have to get into it. But do you feel this album is an outlier a little bit? Maybe a little bit, but I don't think it's like a super it's not, outlier. It's not Danzig or anything. Is that what? No, 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 nothing like that. But I mean, you know, the the very first time that I heard of this band was they released a joke single of them doing a cover of uh, "Oh Baby Baby" by Britney Spears. And, you know, uh, so th they've always had kind of a um, tongue in cheek. I think the Pantera description is kind of, we're just going to do stuff to entertain ourselves and that we think is funny um, kind of vibe to them. 
But to me, they, they fall right into, maybe not necessarily on this album so much, the black yeah. and thrash sound. I guess true. It's a melodic death metal. Definitely some melodic death metal. With the cheesy keyboard. Yeah, they, <laughs> so. For me, and I, I never have been a big listener of these guys. I've heard bits and pieces of stuff and kind of never have really sat down and listened to an album by theirs. And so, but yeah, everything I've heard about them for me is really falling in that melodic, melodic death metal category for me. Yeah, I think this album allegedly, and I'm speaking completely out of my ass because I've not heard the others, is thrashier than, um, as it was like melodic metal or symphonic metal or whatever. It sounds like this one's a little, which is probably why I'm going to end up liking this one the most. No, they straight up hit like that. They do the Unscarred by Trials riff in the second song. I mean, they just, you know, go right into it. And I'm here for it. I was not sad. Those Pantera moments on this album are awesome. But they definitely don't seem to take themselves too seriously. Like they seem to have a real sense of humor. And man, I almost lost it when Silent Scream came on. I was like, "Oh fuck, is yes. this a sl- is this a Slayer cover?" Because I wasn't looking at the track listings. I was like outside walking when it came on, and I was so pumped. It's a good cover too. Just start cheering at like four o'clock in the morning, waking people up. Hell yeah, Slayer! And it's and I love it. It wasn't one of the you know like it was super- tracks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's sort of it just I. Yeah, it wasn't exactly. rain and blood exactly. like everybody That's else what I was going to say. I mean, you have to be really the Slayer aficionado. Because I caught it even from the opening. The I was like, oh my God, this is Silent Scream. <laughs> I had forgotten that there was a cover on this album. So when we started, I was like, man, they just totally ripped that Slayer rip yeah, off. Yeah, where'd it go, guys? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, isn't somebody put a something in my drink, a country song as well? I believe so, yes. It should be. This I'm asking the, the the country guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe I don't know. If it is, it's not one I've heard. Hmm. Let's see what Google says. That's it's, not one of the song titles. So it's I'm a Ramones sure. cover. Oh, okay. you listened to you had the Japanese limited edition. I didn't have that track. No, it's the U.S. edition. How interesting. I did. Let me see. I don't think I had that. No, yeah, I know I didn't because it looped straight from Silent Screen back to the beginning. I was listening to it. I downloaded uh, it. Somebody put something in my drinks is before Silent Scream on at least the album tracking listing I have. So, let's see. Let me. I may just be on crack. Let's see. Oh, yeah, it is there. I did listen to that song. I didn't like it very much. That's part of the problem. Is that song is like, eh. Yeah, no, I stand corrected. I am 100% wrong. I did hear that song more than once, but I just kind of let it roll by. Because I really like the tracks before it and after it, but it's sort of to be a throwaway track. But then they're just being silly. So isn't that the one with the, them talking for a long time? I thought, isn't it that? Track? I think so. Yeah, I think it was too. Um, sorry, we we're, were cheating and already talking about songs. <laughs> well, you could talk about Slayer song and the other uh, no, We're talking about Slayer song now. We're talking about these songs. Like you'll you'll squeeze Slayer in every conversation somehow. I have to. I mean, you can't drop a Slayer cover I mean, on me and not expect me to talk about it. <laughs> That's who I saw him live with was Slayer. Fuck yeah, you did. So. There is no other way. Um, There's no other path. There is not. But yeah, I mean, we might as well transition we might as to well. songs. Well, I was gonna say I definitely agree that there are several Pantera licks in this album. Oh God, like, yes. Oh, here we go. Here's some Pantera for you. And move on. 
Um, but I do want to say, I'll save it for when we get to grading. Okay. Or maybe I can bring it up and you guys can talk about it if you want. But for me on this album, it kind of had the issue where we had with Arch Enemy in that you hear the first couple songs, you're like, all right, cool. Then you hear songs tracked seven, eight, nine, and it's like, oh, we're still here doing this. Okay. It's like, and I think Malag Death Metal runs that issue sometimes is that it gets kind of overly formulaic sometimes. Yeah, they're not playing 18s and triplets and, and 15 other parts in every song. So Tracy has scored really quick. <laughs> Tracy's, yeah, there's not enough going on. I mean, some of these songs are only five minutes, dude. Four minutes. Uh, I mean, what, what's there's one eight? song over five minutes. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> the rest are short, are short on the, aren't even four and a half, barely. Uh, I agree that it drags some. Um, so I loved the random Pantera shit that was happening combined with melodic death metal. I like Needle 24-7. I like Six Pounder. I like Chokehold. I like Bowdoin Beach Terror. Those first four tracks are quite good. I, I even put them on my metal I really like playlist. And then it drags a bit. Like five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> that, that run of tracks part of the problem is especially in five and then also in six they really start getting into the cheesy keyboard and i like some cheese as we've talked about i mean i fucking the other thing i was listening to this morning was rob zombie so i get it um but it's just there's that fine line between because i like keyboard stuff and that symphonic stuff like i like sorma for christ's sakes but uh, I don't know. It just in this case, and I know it's partially because they're a bit lighthearted and they don't take themselves too seriously. But it was it came it came across to me as kind of cheesy. Uh, and so while those first more Pantera E tracks were really cool, I, I didn't hate them. They were listenable, but I just you know I really feel like five, six, seven, eight were forgettable. And then it picked up again. I actually really like Hate Crew Death Roll, and I love that cover obviously because it's Slayer. So this album was sort of a mediocre sandwich with good bread. Um, yeah I I think that the first five tracks um, the Angels Don't Kill are really good I actually kind of like Triple Corpse Hammer Hammer Blow track six Um, Little Blood Red Riding Hood and You're Better Off Dead I also they're whatever they're filler tracks Um, Hey Crew Death Roll is is pretty good and and again that silent screen cover is is excellent Um, a nice nice deep slayer cut to choose for me i think it's got a great opener with six pounder to follow it up on um choco gets a little crazy there which is fun at times but it's also kind of crazy yeah it's a lot they're uh, I, I really enjoy angels don't kill and like your song scream even though i didn't have the uh i'm not the slayer aficionado like my cohorts are uh, i did enjoy that song as well mm-hmm. It's a listenable album. I enjoyed it, um, and it makes me want to listen to some other, ch- uh, you know, Children of Bodom. But I feel like you're going to get the chance. I'm going to get the chance. But yeah, I, I felt like the basically tracks five through nine or whatever, maybe five through eight, were just sort of meh. I will say that regardless of what I get this album, it's got me looking forward to the four albums Ben has got picked because if Ben didn't pick this album, he thinks the other four are better. So at least there's better out there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I do. Um, this is not what I think is one of their better albums at all. Interesting. Okay. 
So it was, we got Fid- it was Finland's album of the year, okay, in 2003. So step off. <laughs> well, I mean, it's kind of the one that made them somewhat famous, it I was. guess, even though it was uh, Are You Dead Yet and Follow the Reaper, I think, are, are, are much better not to just put too fine a point on it. But anyway, so yeah, I guess let's grade this thing. Well, we're going to find well, out. I'm, I'm looking at something real quick because I think let's... my introduction to... Oh, never mind. That was on. Never mind. For I thought they released on one of the earlier Guitar Hero out uh, games, but they didn't have one on there. They had one in Guitar Hero Five, which obviously is much more recent. Oh, dude, it's a fucking fantastic guitar. Oh, he is. And he shreds all over the stage. But I found these guys about the same time oh, those yeah. games came out, so that's Absolutely. where I think I started making that connection. No, totally. And, and to me, you know, it were kind of before we jump to the grading, they kind of fall into that in flame shadows fall zone for me. Yeah, and there were definitely times I caught that in flames that the earlier in flame stuff, like the yeah. pre two thousand stuff vibe in this album as well. No, totally. And I actually think that you, even though I kind of poked a little fun at you, I think your comp to. Um, Arch Enemy is a, it's a good one, honestly, because yeah. it does kind of... My grade for this will be very similar to what I gave that Arch Enemy album that we did, because I think this is a very competent album that has moments of really strong songwriting, awesome playing pretty much all the way through the professional musicians. It's well-produced. But there is... Uh, they are slightly a one-trick pony, and there are some filler tracks on it. So with that said, I'm going to give it a B. Yeah, I'm going to second what you said. Uh, they find their their sandbox they want to play in it, and they definitely play in it. And sometimes the sandcastles they make out are pretty good. Sometimes it's they don't they don't hold up very well. I'm going to be slightly less than you. I'm going to give it a B minus. Uh, I enjoyed this album. I'm going to listen to it again probably, and I I do want to hear some of the albums that came before it and after it, particularly what came after it. Uh, I I think the playing is amazing and the tracks I like I like a lot, but because of it just sort of trails off for a while in the sort of late middle, uh, I'm also going to give this album a B, which is a great grade. Hear that, students? A B is super acceptable. No, it's it's perfectly acceptable. If I only could listen to B albums, my life would not be terrible. Not be. But I exist, so you don't ever get to listen to just B albums. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you do drag that average down, but sometimes you uh, select something that is much, much better. Yep. So, all right, man. What are we doing next, next time? time? We are doing Embers. I think it's their debut album. I think they had a little EP there. We started last year in front of it, but it's their debut album from 2020 in 1823. So we're going from Finland to Alabama. Yeah. Not in the first time. Yeah, no doubt, dude. <laughs> <laughs> or the last. Indeed. Well, uh, thank you for listening to Thunderdome Mental Reviews, and we'll uh, catch you down soon.